Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Welcome back. This is Monica Matthews. Life, love, and liberty. I watched The Patriot last evening. What a great, solemn reminder of, of what it took for those who came before us. Watching the burning of towns and homes and God, just the bloodshed, the gore, the resolve, the mental and spiritual fortitude and physical fortitude that it took for men uh, and women to survive during those times. I wonder, what are you doing this weekend? What are you doing to commemorate our independence as a nation? It appears that there's a portion of our nation who would not only prefer to declare independence from the United States of America, but demand that the entire fabric of the United States of America, as we've known her, as we've constitutionally known her uh, for hundreds of years, uh, submits to a dogma and ideology that is in complete opposition to liberty. So I ask you, what are you going to spend time uh, teaching your children this weekend? about our independence. What are you going to teach them um, our independence meant and means to today? What is it that we declared independence from? Some of you would say it was uh, religion. Some of you would say it's the crown. Some of you would say it's the monarchy. Some of, I mean, you have, you all have different answers. What is it? What is your answer? What is it that you're sharing with your children who are undoubtedly confused right now? We have the NBA declaring that they will sing the black national anthem before every game. I believe at least the first week of their games and, um, agreeing to, or threatening to, however you want to look at it, um, decorate their courts with Black Lives Matter, much like the road leading up to the White House, Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, Judicial Watch, coincidentally, has uh, filed a suit against 
um, the mayor of DC, um, and declaring that they want, I'm trying to remember what the mantra is that they, um, it's not all lives matter. I believe it's, you know, the rule of law matters. (laughs) No one is above the law. (laughs) I would be totally fine with that being, uh, paved in the middle of the road. But you have to ask yourself, what is the current revolution about? What is this revolt about? I want to encourage you to go to YouTube and look up the 2019 revolt with Killer Mike, T.I., Candace Owens, um, others, um, and as well as uh, Katrina Pearson. There were others on the stage as well. I want you to watch that this weekend, and I want you to understand what this current revolt is about. For a number of people, Black Lives Matter has been extremely uh, ardently, uh, very open with their intentions for the country. Um, in other news, speaking of your liberties, which some of you have willfully uh, laid at the feet of the protection uh, misers in the way of Dr. Fauci and your state and local governments. I mean, hell, the White House at this point is complicit with this continued narrative of even though there's more testing, I mean, you know, the science and the understanding of a fifth grader, um, or, or less than a fifth grader, actually with more testing, you're going to have more cases. Uh, although the death rate, death rates have declined. Um, but it makes you wonder where the antibody results are that would, uh, show, show a stark contrast, uh, between, you know, just how deadly, this virus is being made out to be, and that is not to, um, that is not to belittle the suffering that several of my friends have encountered through this viral, uh, episode, but to continue to shut the country down, to demand masks for the love of God. We have our own surgeon general who is demanding that we quit buying masks because we needed them for healthcare workers and it did not help us in the general population. The CDC itself, things that are posted on my social media accounts will direct you to these posts from months ago saying Dr. Fauci himself in the past saying masks do not help the public. Now all of a sudden you have uh, Governor Abbott of Texas making it mandatory. You've got different counties, municipalities taking it, uh, you know, into their own hands that you can't leave your house without a mask. They do not. The science does not back that a cloth mask, anything short of an industrial uh, mask, will uh, render itself effective against this or any other virus for that matter. So healthcare workers have come out in droves to say, physicians to say, it may make you feel better in your head Uh, that you have some kind of protection or that someone else is protecting you because their face is covered. But for the love of God, can we please settle it once and for all that to give, uh, continue to give up your liberties for a sense, for a feeling of being safe, of being safe from disease and death, being safe from each other. That's not what these, these boys died for for our independence. That is not what they died for. So I just, I want to encourage you this weekend to really take into consideration. What are you celebrating? Are we really independent? What are we independent from? What are we independent of? 
Oh, I apologize. It's not the NBA. It's the NFL. But the NBA actually do want, they do want to paint their courts with Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, it's, uh, I got to tell you, one of the greatest tweets that I've, that I've, and, and one of the greatest, uh, you know, uh, uh, interviews I've seen, quite honestly, I mean, it was just priceless. Um, and, you know, in response to that, uh, the most priceless thing I've seen so far this week, this year, about all of this craziness, was uh, from former former NFL player Marcellus Wiley. Uh, check this out. He breaks it down pretty simply for us and, and what he thinks about uh, the NFL's decision and uh, and within their association and alignment with things like Black Lives Matter and what that means to him as a black man uh, former sports star and and now uh, sports commentator. Check this out. Yeah. Is this a good idea? Uh, it's not a good idea. Um, I do want to give the players credit for their flex to even get this to be more than just an idea, but something that's going to be in reality. I give the players that. Uh, but there's a problem with when you start to go down this road of the freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and how much social space is allowed for those who don't support in that same space. And that's where I wonder where this is going to go in terms of identity politics. We know what identity politics does. Uh, it, it divides and it polarizes. No matter how you want to look at it, that's just the effect of it, no matter how great the intentions are. And we all know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So. It's an interesting play right here. I don't know how many people really look into the mission statement of Black Lives Matter, but I did. And when you look into it, there's a couple things that jump out to me. And I'm a black man who's been black and my life has mattered since 1974. And this organization was founded in 2013. I'm proud of you. But I've been fighting this fight for me and for others a lot longer. Two things. My family structure is so vital, important to me. Not only the one I grew up in, but the one I'm trying to create right now. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. When I know statistics, when I know my reality, forget statistics, I knew this before I even went to Columbia and saw these same statistics that I'm going to read to you right now. That children from single-parent homes versus two-parent homes. The children from the single-parent homes, this is in 1995 I was reading this. Five times more likely to commit suicide. Six times more likely to be in poverty. Nine times more likely to drop out of high school. Ten times more likely to abuse chemical substances. Fourteen times more likely to commit rape. Twenty times more likely to end up in prison. And 32 times more likely to run away from home. I knew that. You know why I knew it? Because a lot of my friends didn't have family structures that were nuclear like mine, and they found themselves outside of their dreams and goals and aspirations. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head. When I also see their mission is to eradicate white supremacy, in 2020, white supremacy is the mission. Ooh, that's a lot of digging through minutia right there. I am on a show that I'm hosting along with another black guy who is hosting with me, <laughs> who replaced another black guy. And that's just one example of it. So I understand, I respect your space. I respect what you're protesting for. But will you respect others who don't support that same protest? 
And there's the question of the year. I think we all know the answer to that because we've seen it as we watch our cities burn around the country. That again is Marcellus Wiley. I pulled that off of um, Speak for Yourself. You can find them on Twitter. Uh, He is a sports commentator, former Dallas Cowboy, I believe a running back. Mm, Could be wrong. Sorry, I do not follow sports that closely. And now I will never follow sports that closely, um, sadly. Some of you are excited about that. Some of you are excited that our idols are being torn down one by one. And I, and honestly, as idols go, I am definitely um, excited about the, uh, hmm, the, the, not the forced nature of all of this, but just the exposure for some uh, men and women, mostly men, uh, to, to take a look at their priorities what they're spending their time, their money, their energy, time away from home, their families, um, you know, worshiping at the feet of sports and entertainment. And sports as we know it is entertainment. I mean, these are sports heroes are like the gladiators of our times, right? And they all gathered in coliseums to watch the gladiators. It was their sport. It was their entertainment, that's what this is. But do you know how many families have succumbed to the, uh, the, the, the ravaging of their family because the husband was completely checked out in sports? Do you know how many women become sports widows every fall or winter or spring? I mean, it's, hey, listen, all things in good measure, right? All all things balanced, if you will. But when things get out of balance to the extent that they have, where we allow the sports industrial complex to hold our cities hostages with stadiums that are tied to our municipal bonds and the retirement structure of our, uh, of our emergency services personnel, of, of teachers, of, you know, taxpayers, municipal bonds. I I mean, it's, um, it's scary when you start digging into how much of our infrastructure of the sand that our cities sit upon is hoisted upon the very shifting sands of the industrial sports complex, as I like to refer to it as, um, there's, there's just no denying it. So, so they know the power they hold, which is why they hold it over us. They stand to lose a lot of money, uh, by not bowing to their players. Although I believe if one would stand up, if the NFL would simply say, we're here to play football, we're not here to make social justice, you know, um, Uh, changes in this country. Uh, We are here to entertain people, right? Many of us are sad that our entertainers have actually shown us who they are. There are certain movies I will not engage with any longer because I've seen the trash that comes out of some people's Twitter feeds and their mouths and how vile and disgusting they are about all things politics and Donald Trump and Republicans. So I cannot in good conscience allow that person to entertain me in my home any longer because I know who they are fundamentally. And that's my choice. Thankfully, I still have a choice, right? Sometimes we act as if we don't. 
but we do. And, you know, this, these are scary times for many of us looking at this going, okay, I know most things in life are cyclical, right? But they're scary times because, because the stage, the table has been set for an exchange to occur. And this didn't just happen. This isn't just beginning with Black Lives Matter. This has been going ongoing since pre the Obama administration and through the Obama administration, the lawlessness through the Clinton administration. I mean, this goes way back before the Clintons. And, and here we are, you know, with your, we, we've, sur- we survived barely. We thought, we thought we weren't going to have to contend with the sins of the past, i.e. Obama administration. But as we see, you know, with the dismissal of federal, uh, federal prosecutors and, 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 and people from previous administrations, we see that as the covers and the curtains continue to roll back, we see what was behind them. And it's not pretty. And Epstein's girlfriend being arrested is, is of, of, is of consequence. It is, it is going to blow, if she survives, it it will blow the lid off of many other powerful people uh, to be contended with regarding the raping and the molestation of young girls in the name of entitlement. And so many people knew about it. So many people that we've championed as our heroes. I have to tell you, I'm so disappointed with my governor right now. And he's someone that I have ardently defended in the past. I am so disappointed. And the Lord showed me so clearly not to put any faith or trust at all in man, in the arm of man, ever whether by party, by tribe, by skin color, by belief system, no one, no one in a position of authority or influence deserves my unbridled trust, affection, and uh, dedication. No one. My party is shifting. Um, People are deceived. My party's been shifting, but... My party's filled with, with, and I say my party, I mean, I considered myself a, I consider myself a conservative, but as Republicans go, Donald Trump is the least of my concerns at the moment as Republicanism goes. Matter of fact, he's the closest thing to someone who would, who has attempted to put this Republic back together at all costs, but I'm very disappointed in the call to worship at the feet of fear right now. We should all be tending to our own homes, immune systems, washing our own hands, not coughing into other people's faces, doing our own research, you know, practicing self-care and hygiene. We are adults. I'm with the governor of South Dakota she is Miss Nome. It is, um, she's currently one of my female political heroes. Um, and the people of South Dakota said, you know what? We are adults. We, we can, we can manage ourselves. 
we know that, you know, if this is what it is, we're going to go to work and then we'll go home or we'll stay home and do our work. But uh, we, we don't need to be handcuffed to our homes and to face masks that do not work. The efficacy of face masks has been proven over and over and over. For the love of God, y'all, I can't even put my groceries in a cloth reusable grocery bag. I will be, I will be uh, targeted and zeroed in on at my local Trader Joe's for attempting to use a reusable bag. But I'm being mandated my governor spending my tax dollars to fly privately around the state of Georgia to convince Georgians to wear face masks, all leading up, I'm convinced to, to the mandate to do so with a cloth or any other face mask, underwear, whatever you can find to put over your face. But I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. Do you understand? I'm not allowed to enter into a store and use a reusable grocery bag. Trader Joe's isn't the only store. What does that tell you? Where are we? So it's the 4th of July. I'm going to focus on our independence. I'm going to pray. I'm going to watch movies with my loved ones and remember the sacrifices that were made. Um, I'm also going to, uh, like I said, pray for further revelation for those who are in positions of authority who can have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. I'm also praying for peace this weekend. Major cities around the country are under watch. Uh, Antifa and the Black Lives Matter cabal has, uh, has threatened to go into residential areas in major cities around the country. Uh, I've heard of those threats here in my own city. I don't I don't know what will come of that, but I am prepared for that either way as best I can be. If you are in an urban area, I highly suggest that you um, stay alert this weekend. Stay alert. So God bless you. God bless this beautiful country. God bless our hearts and our minds to repent from the things that repent of the things that are just not righteous, they're not holy, they're not rooted and birthed in liberty or justice. I pray peace over you, peace over your homes, over your children, your generations to come. I pray for vision and I pray for proper hearing and I pray that your hearts would not fail you. Until Monday, you can follow me on Twitter at Monica On Air Talk. Sign up for my newsletters at MonicaMatthews.com. You can all kinds of download mediums from Stitcher to iTunes to Applecast, all of that. I'm, I'm everywhere you can imagine. You can sign up. It'll come straight to your phone every time I post a uh, podcast. They're also at my website, MonicaMatthews.com. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. 